When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Cobras and Fire, part of the Decibel Geek Podcast Network. Are you ready to kick off 2019? Absolutely. Drink. Take it, Holodeo. Never been here before. But I'm coming back tomorrow for the real pain, a cold rain of gin. Nice day for a crucifixion. Heard a new prediction that we can all be saved. So I'll have one more for the road. I'll play it again. One more for the road. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined, as always, by the metamorphine, Loose Cannon. Happy New Year, my friend. How are you tonight? Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the proper use of that word. I think it's metamorphosizing. Yeah? Okay. Metamorphosizing. Meta, 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 yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, yes. Meta world peace. Yes, I've got a lot of resolutions. I'm changing. I'm doing a, a 360. It's, uh, it's going to be a great year. Uh, three sixty, huh? So you're gonna, you're gonna, basically be exactly the same in 2019. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, I'm glad you caught that. No changes. Yeah. <laughs> no changes for loose cannon. Uh, well, I did have one resolution. Is it okay if I share it? Please, yes. Uh, well, after some of the the kerfuffle of last year, uh, thank you, uh, Wally Gator. Yes, kerfuffle. And uh, um. I'm going to be nicer to Canadians, and one in particular. Because I'm the Fonz, huh? I just, I just, uh, I clicked, uh, I gave every one of his, uh, his episodes a star today. Oh, just one star? That's good, right? Well, it's, 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 uh, it's definitely par for the course. It's better than no stars. Yeah, right, right. So, yeah, it's very odd we had somebody just go do one stars on our uh, podcast reviews, and in in it's just a, just an, an assault out of nowhere. But uh, yeah, it's like I listened to fifty episodes today, and I hated <laughs> them all. all of them in a row. <laughs> They're all horrible. Yeah. Let me continue. 
Yeah, uh, for those who don't know, we once again we got uh, blasted with one stars on uh, Pod Chaser. Uh, another nice group of fifty. Way to be subtle. Yeah, so. you know when they have the ranking and like one star means this, two stars means that, five star means whatever. You know what one star means? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Should be just a thumbs up then. A thumbs up and then. <laughs> Star, 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 star. Anyway, let's let's beat that joke into the ground. So, what what else do you want to talk about? Wait, way to kick off 2019. That's oh right. well, you know, um, there's a lot to get into, right? There's all sorts of news and activity in the rock world, as always. Mm-hmm. We haven't re we're we're reconvening after our Christmas get together and we are spending time with I don't know did I we I work fucking parties, yep. uh, family get-togethers, sure. opening presents. Uh, you got any fun anecdotes from your time uh, over the holidays there? Sure, yeah. I had some mandatory fun at work and things like that. And, and you know, I've got my mother-in-law visiting right now. She's here for two and a half weeks, which is a free babysitter, but it also has some some uh, pain points. I don't know if you want me to get into that now or you want to go into your Christmas party. You said you had a nice anecdote from there. Well, you know, I, you're from Indiana, but uh, what, how big is the town you're from, West Lafayette? It's basically Purdue, and then once you go five miles out, it's straight up, you know, uh, okay. people shooting things right off the highway. Okay, well, I come from country, you know, I, I, was, I was raised on a farm. Uh, you know, I, I hated it. I was ready to leave basically from the moment I realized where I was. Cows? But, uh, Did you milk yeah, cows? Yeah, we had cows, we had okay. sheep, uh, we had, okay. uh, we, our, our main crop was hay, but anyway... So I have a lot of friends and family still tucked in the, 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 the smaller parts of the area. And that's, you know, every year I end up at a Christmas party at somebody's house out in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, as the presents are being opened, uh, someone will have just a little bit of trouble opening a present. And like, oh, does anybody have a scissors? And there will be like three guys who are harnessed with, you know, bo- uh, you know deer hunting knives. <laughs> you know, right here. Here you go, ma'am. I got you. <laughs> And I've never seen them take these knives out for anything else. I'm pretty sure they're just for Christmas parties. I mean, they're, they carry them everywhere to church, to bingo, to, you know, McDonald's, to school, uh, but uh, to work, even though they, you know, they work at like Walmart, but uh, they have their knife <laughs> until the boss finds out. Then they got to lock it in their car. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's nothing better than looking at somebody that's dead, in the, dead behind the eyes and has a buck knife. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you you really want to ring out quick. Uh, it it really sells the self checkout lane if you think about it. It does, but yeah. I see a lot of that at my Christmas parties and stuff of that nature. It's just a lot of simple, you know, s- simple men, uh, diverse like a, a crowded northern invasion. Sure, yeah. Um, so a lot of lot of lot of fun there. So what about you? What's uh what's it like uh, tossing a Christmas present around at uh, at the old Cannon household? Well, like I like I teased earlier, uh, the mother-in-law is here for the next uh, two and a half weeks, and well, it's not just her that visits; it's her wig. And essentially, every day it's kind of like Elf on the Shelf. It's in a different place. <laughs> you never know where it's going to be, um, and it's always surprising. You know, it, it, she, she likes to leave it everywhere, so that's nice. Um, before she gets here, I unplug all cable uh, because otherwise it'll be Fox News twenty four seven. So that that's all is done. But there's there's a lot of things she says that I find amusing, and it's mostly with the kids. Well, she'll say something like "Stop playing with that" or "Be quiet." Period. End of sentence. So I've started to say, "Guys, stop doing that." Semicolon. End of sentence. Sort of. <laughs> I just, when I hear that stuff, I do a total 360 and leave the room. <laughs> no, how did you do that? You're still staring at her. 
I'm yeah. very confused. <laughs> yes. There's got to be a certain number of degrees you can turn to leave. I'm just not sure what, what yeah. that number is. 352. Oh, 352. Yes. It just goes mm. slightly that way. It's a lot of, uh, of, of, you know, suffering in general. She also sleeps for about 16 hours a day just to be able to have the energy to complain for the next eight. Yeah. Did you guys uh, get into a game of uh, Cards Against Humanity at all during any of these parties? Uh, we, <laughs> I have not, but, uh, but please You've played tell the me. game, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Did, t- please tell me you played this with older people, like a grandmother or something. Uh, uh, nothing, uh, this might be a better story because I played it with uh, basically uh, our, my, my kids, uh, Amy, and my kids' uh, significant others. And... We did it sober. And there was times, you know how, like, you, the person who collects them is supposed to pick up the funny one? Yep. And there was this one, uh, my, my, my daughter-in-law, she thinks the rule of the game is to make put together the one that makes the most sense. So, like, like <laughs> what the fuck is going on? It's like, it's like we're going to carpet bomb Iraq with blank. Well, uh, nuclear missiles seems to make the most sense. So I'm going to pick that over uh, black dildos. Why would you drop black dildos on Iraq? I'm looking at I'm looking at my wife and I'm like, yeah, we don't need to be drunk to play this game. That's it. Then as I'm like shotgunning Coors Lights. It's
Luz, why don't we uh, mention some of the people who have been kind enough to give us some feedback on all the social media platforms out there. We've had a co- we've had a bunch of really good reviews. We're going to read a couple today. Uh, you have one from Podchaser, right? I do, I do, and that is from a man named Plop. And mm. his, his av- oh, that's uh, Greek, I believe. <laughs> his avatar is not a piece of shit, but it's brown and looks somewhat like it with a horn. So <laughs> a fine person, I'm sure. This is a review actually on our last episode, the clip show, Best of the Cobra highlights from 2018. So this is very fresh. Mm-hmm. You got it. So it says four days ago, it says, I heard this show mentioned on a couple other podcasts I listened to. I saw this episode and thought it would be a good way to sample it. This is a very fun show. I look forward to mining through the archives and hearing how some of these bits came together. It's also refreshing to hear a show not afraid to take a dig at three sides every now and then. (laughs) I think you may have a new regular listener. Thank you, Plop. Thank you very much. Let's hope so. I I hope you stick around, Plop. Um, We're always good to have a new listener because we we also appreciate the feedback from some of the more longtime people. Yeah, five stars. Uh, Five stars. Okay, cool. I have one from the YouTube page. I, I, as you know, I posted the Jakey Lee interview up there a while back, and this uh, the username just says T. Uh, it stands for This Is It, apparently. Okay. Um, anyway, what a breath of fresh air compared to that fuckwad Eddie trunk. <laughs> this. Eddie is how the big boys conduct interviews. Great job, whomever you are. Uh, that personally made my day because, of course, I did the interview. But uh, I, just good to be acknowledged amongst our peers like Eddie Trunk, don't you think? Of course. And I'm not sure if you noticed this, but Eddie Trunk has been talking about holograms lately. <laughs> I did, actually. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying that that uh, I think he might be listening. I think so too. I think uh, we're we're uh, we're getting a lot of secret listeners. Uh, mm-hmm. People, I think there might be a guy in uh, Toronto that hate listens. <laughs> but but like I, I just imagine Eddie listening to the show and saying that his he looks basically when he gets on stage like he woke up uh, after falling asleep in a shrub. What? Why? I don't look like a shrub. What's wrong with UFO? They say I look like a shrub. Now, when I was at Ace Freely's wedding, Ace Ace invited me because we've been close friends for over 30 years now. There's not a single person at Ace Freely's wedding that I attended that called me a shrub. When I was talking to Ronnie James Dio, God bless his soul, shortly before he died, and, and I had Wendy on just shortly after that, and recently, too, she never once mentioned that I look like a shrub, you know? And I don't really see the shrub resemblance at all.
Well, speaking of Eddie Trunk, Luce, uh, Van Halen is back in the news with a little bit of, uh, I don't know, innuendo, rumor, myth, whatever you want to call it. They're supposedly planning on a big tour starting sometime in 2019 with the entire original lineup, including Michael Anthony. <gasps> um, Wolfie's not going to be there? I'm not going. Yeah. I'm sure Wolfie will be, uh, you know, somewhere around. He'll probably be off stage actually playing the parts because Eddie will insist that Michael not be able to actually be heard. Well, because he can't play bass. He's he's yeah. he's, he's confirmed that uh, Eddie in many interviews. So yeah, no, right. Um, maybe we should touch on that at some time. But uh, no, like I, the, apparently uh, David LaRoth did an interview. Who? Uh, shit, I th- Who did it? David 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 LaRoth. Lee Roth. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I said, David LeBroth. But back, I, I I just say the Lee is super quick, bro. Okay, fine. You know, I'm like the anti uh, Stephen Michael here. If you slow me down to half speed, you're going. You, you're hearing <laughs> David Lee Roth. This all started with an interview that David Lee Roth did with uh, I don't know. I think it was GQ or Esquire, so one of those fucking magazines, and it revolved largely around some tattoo preservation cream he's got that uh, he's pimping right now. But he kind of dropped a subtle hint that the band was going to reunite with, uh, you know, uh, Michael Anthony, and they were going to do a whole tour and all this stuff. And Eddie Trunk on his show this week apparently conf- you said he's heard from a very reliable source, you know, because he's very connected. I know, I know Dio, uh, uh, he, that, that it, this actually is going to happen. So then it turned into a, a headline for Loudwire, Blabbermouth, all those places, Metal Wani and all that good stuff. And uh, today I saw that Michael Anthony came out and said, I haven't talked to those guys since 2004. Yeah. Uh, okay. Eddie Trunk's close personal friend, Michael Anthony, uh, squashed the rumor Eddie was spreading. <clears throat> okay. Interesting. You know, he could have just gone right to Michael Anthony if he's, he's <laughs> right. You want to have a conspiracy for you? Michael Anthony knows <laughs> that if it gets Michael Anthony is the source and Michael Anthony knows this ain't going to happen if Paranoid Eddie, uh, Eddie Van Halen, finds out that he actually leaked it. So he's trying to get in front of it going kind of like, what the fuck you doing, Eddie Trunk? You know, I'm not going to go with that because I think anybody that has a slightly modified mullet for the last uh, uh, 30, 30 years doesn't have that kind of planning. I'm just, yeah. Eddie's a bassist. Eddie fanned the flames and Michael Anthony put hot sauce on it? Ooh, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. Have you had his hot sauce? Matt, yeah, I have, actually. A Matt Anthony hot sauce available at uh, fine hot sauce retailers mm. all over the world. Excellent. Yeah, we should probably do an, uh, an episode on Van Halen at some point. Yeah, yeah. Just, just an idea. <laughs> we can talk about it. Yeah, let's marinate on that one, huh? Okay, yeah. What, what do you think? Yeah, Who do you think is smarter, Alex or Tommy Lee? <laughs> Alex. <laughs> well, that's an easy one. But seriously, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard an interview with Alex. I don't think I've heard him talk, but maybe once or twice. In any- yeah, I've, I've definitely heard him in, in interviews a few different times, especially right after uh, the whole Sammy was fired, Sammy quit you know, nonsense in 95, 96, whenever that was. I don't know. It's just, he's one of these drummers that, like, yeah, he's a good drummer, but he's he's almost like an invisible member of the band. <laughs> well, I, I love that story in <laughs> Sammy's book about first meeting Alex Van Halen, and and he was pretty hammered, and he's uh-huh. like trying to sh- trying to show this trick where he can hold the broom and jump over it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and didn't he smash his face? Yeah, he like he, he got up in the air, tripped over the broom, fell face flat. 
uh, face first down on Eddie's driveway and had to be taken to the hospital with a gashed up face. I know. It is amazing. Like you hear those stories and they're like in $10 million mansions and they're just fucking trashed. They don't have, they, they have Get a maid. Well, God bless them if they do it. I, I do know there are a lot of people who would love to see it again. Uh, the, one of the other issues with Dave is that, like, it doesn't seem like Dave has aged, like, mentally. Like, he still goes out and does the same kind of thing, even though his body doesn't look quite the same. He doesn't look bad for a man his age. He just looks older. But it, it, it looks like Pat like Sajak. Yeah, he, he doesn't seem like he's ex- he's accepting it very gracefully. And when he goes out and tries to be Dave, but he's also wearing that he's basically you know dressed like Tiny Tim as an adult. <laughs> Bozdy Bozdy Bop. Well, my baby, she don't want me around. She said she's tired of watching me fall down. <laughs> I know we got festival season coming up, and I know we'll at some point be talking more about 
all the festivals and all the big news that's happening in in the world of the United States music festivals. But M3 is an annual kind of an 80s hair metal festival. Did you hear the big news, Luz? No. Well, L.A. Guns was slotted to play on one of the days, and apparently uh, they didn't like the time that they were given, so they pulled out of the event, and they have been replaced by, drumroll, L.A. Guns. Okay, explain more. I'm a little confused. I thought they were reunited. They're together now with Tracy and Well, and I mean, but part of the reunion was leaving part of the, the past behind. The Stephen Riley was not brought along with Phil Lewis into Tracy Guns. And the way, look, I don't know what, what's accurate or not, but supposedly uh, Stephen Riley and Tracy Guns, for some reason, those two share ownership of the name and nobody else. Uh, okay. So, Who's, so Which one is he in the band, though? I only know Tracy and Phil. Steve Riley is the drummer. He's been the original. For the longest time, it was <laughs> Steve Riley, to fairness, he was never out. I mean, he's been in it with just Tracy and with just Phil. They've had different singers. They've had different guitar players. But they always had Stephen Riley until this recent you know, deal, reunion between Tracy and Phil. Uh, but Steve's got Kelly Nichols, the original bass player of the band. At least, at least he was on the first album. Or the first few albums, anyway. Do you think that, um, that he shares a lawyer with uh, Bobby Blotzer? <laughs> yeah, I wonder that. Uh, he was also on the Eddie Trunk Show. Go check it out if you want to hear uh, someone with a thick New Jersey accent explain all this garbage better than I'm going to try to get into. It's the Bobby uh, Blotzer. It's the Bobby Blotzer business plan. You yes, exactly. So, well, at least uh, I mean, it's Stephen brought out a, a second member of the band with him. Bobby went out with nobody. Um, so yeah, Steve's got the, but it's also the bass player. So you have the two least important members as far as carrying a franchise, you know, band through decades, the bass player and the drummer from the original lineup. Uh, and they are rounded out by a guitar player named Scott Griffin, who is notable as being the bass player in LA guns in 2007 to 2009 and 2011 to 2014. So there's some fun for you, huh? That guy's got to just be just as good as Tracy Guns on guitar, I think. So, oh wait, so he's, he was bassist and now he's lead guitar? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, but it gets better. Uh, they, they, they had a singer named Jacob Button, uh, and this whole thing has been put together in the last couple of weeks, right? So Jacob was in the band, but he quit. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck am I doing here or something? He's like... What am I doing with my life? <laughs> so I don't know who you, who thinks you should should who should sing for this. Uh, maybe they get Jizzy back. Jizzy did the record with them that one time, or that chick from Rockstar Supernova who was I think in the band for seventy two days. Well, first off, uh, Jizzy Pearl can't do it because he's lead singer of Pink Cream sixty nine now. I'm pretty sure that Tracy and Steve got together and said, let's do this just to pad the number of uh, members on the LA Gun band members Wikipedia page. <laughs> I think that it should just be Stephen Riley and four guys named Steve. <laughs> oh, my God. I wonder if they've had four guys named Steve in the band. I, I'm pretty uh, sure they have. As a matter of fact, by the end of this episode, I will have been in and out of LA Gun. Yes, that's correct. Just add yourself on Wikipedia. Nobody will question it. Don't let it hurt Don't let it break 
Paco, uh, some comments, some reviews have said that some of the best parts of the show are, are when we share our our problems or struggles with life. So our I, personal pain. Our, our, like, yes, yes. So may I may I uh, uh, share a recent? Uh, oh sure. I mean, I, I guess I thought you were asking me to uh, share my thoughts on earbuds again, but by all means, what do you got? 
Joey Haney has a new podcast, one of six he does, called I Am Vinyl. And I might start one called I Am Not Vinyl, or Vinyl Hates Me, <laughs> or I Don't Understand Vinyl, or I Have Gone Down the Rabbit Hole and Things Have Got Very Difficult for Me Just Getting a Record Player. So, so wait, wait, wait a second. You're, 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 I might need to hear more here, but you're having a hard time with the technological aspect of vinyl? The anti-technology. Technology, yes. So you have okay. an issue. You hate streaming. You scare it. You 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 yell at at, at millennials. Uh, Me it, scare. <laughs> Where music come from? <laughs> it not on device. It in sky. No wires. I hear music. That not good enough quality. Not good. <laughs> Me back to cave. Draw on wall. You need cans on ears to enjoy fully. Uh. Yes. Anyway, anyway yeah. So, so yeah, of course, uh, I'm afraid of technology, and I I yell at kids uh, in the street. Anyway, what do you got? Correct. And for me, I have been talking. We've been talking offline. Is is about a couple couple months ago. <laughs> I, I came up with a resolution that I was going to buy a turntable, and that uh, I was going to start buying uh, tradition, kind of the top five albums uh, of the year on vinyl. And, but great I, idea. I loved it. I was proud of you. Yeah. So essentially, Hold I started. Cheers to you, buddy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, you know, I wanted to start doing the ritual. I wanted to sound the warm feeling. I want to be a hipster like you are and listen to only vinyl, only in the basement, and, and <laughs> only, only with uh, uh, speakers that, that fill up the entire room. Yes. Okay. So you're not your computer monitors. That's correct. A real experience surrounded by glory. Okay, that's, yeah, that's, the way it should be, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so, you know, I, I went and uh, I, I started looking at Auto – what is it? Audio Technica? Audio Technica, yeah. They're one okay. of the leaders, I suppose, as far and, as uh, okay. mass-produced turntables. So my whole thing is uh, your turntable, if you hit a button, does the needle go and drop on the record? And at the end, does it, does it then return to its home? It returns to its home, but no, there's no like. I lift it up and put it on the album. It, uh, I've I've only had two, I don't know, above bottom end turntables in my life. So I've only had two that that, that I thought were suffice, uh, and they've all been kind of like that. Same with okay. Wilson. Does it have one you just drop it right on, or do you have the little thing where you lift it a little bit and you can kind of you can it do over? either. I usually just pick it up and slam that fucker just, on. Just <laughs> Okay. Well, I, I, go, I go through needles like fucking Q-tips, baby. Okay. Well, that was the whole thing where I, I was like, that's what I remember from having one. Uh, I haven't had one since 1991. You know, okay. The, the, when, my, <laughs> when my house burned down. I mean, I still collection. have a really old one from the 60s where you put it on there, you put the arm over, and it kind of sets elevated. Okay. And then you, you turn that little button, it goes... Plop. And it drops and then it. The, yeah, and then the arm comes over, and you can stack up like 15 records. <laughs> I it, remember it, those. I had one of those, it, too. It'll just keep plopping the records down. You can listen <laughs> to one side at a time. So the most expensive one said fully manual. And I talked mm -hmm. to you, and you said, well, that probably means still at the end of the record, it comes back and returns to its home. You just have to Yeah, put the it turns out it. there is actually a, a term. I actually Googled it after you told me that uh, it didn't, and you are correct. It does not. Yeah. Semi-automatic is what I have, apparently. Yeah, but here's the thing. If you're going to spend $300 on a turntable, why? In this day and age, can't you at least have it return? This one, the most expensive one, <laughs> will just go. I read reviews that said, don't fall asleep while listening to your records. It just spins forever. 
Like, Does that make I, any sense? I don't know why you even bought the one you did. I would I I recommended all along that you buy the the one down from that even, you know, for a little over 100 bucks, 120 whatever it was, because I mean, we're talking about look, it'll sound very good and you know, you're you you're a guy who can't tell the difference between uh, Spotify or CD. Not so true. Why do you keep saying that? Why do you keep saying that? This this high end stuff. Untrue. Uh, I know true. the reason audiophiles like the manual is because they claim it makes less noise and gives you pure sound because there's less mechanism and moving parts in there. No. So it, it, in, in I, addition, I, I, really don't know. I don't think it matters that much. All right. So in addition, it was an assembly thing where I had to put the belt on, I put it on there. <laughs> I had to get this calibrated thing where I had to measure it to two grams for the for the uh, for the needle, and it was like kind of like measuring cocaine and, and making sure it was precise. Doesn't matter if I plugged it in, it just it just starts spinning. Well, apparently <laughs> this uh, this thing in in 2018, 19 as we're talking about, you have to calibrate it to exactly two grams and perfectly balanced, or it will spin forever. Why, Baco? Anyway, well, uh, I, I should say too that that I start, but I start getting obsessed. So I was like, "Do I have the best one? I need to go to Best Buy and get one and put a side by side comparison." I'm, I'm watching oh, this reviews. Had to be good. Yeah, I'm watching reviews. I'm doing unboxing and stuff like that. So I go to Best Buy, and you know the, the greeter. You walk in there, and they immediately like uh, assault you with uh, the, the deals or ask you if you need any help. Uh, assault yes. you? I don't know what it's like out there. They say hello as you walk by them here. Well, here they say hello and they throw flyers at you. Okay. Okay. So this guy came in and goes, "Can I help you with finding anything today?" Is what he said. And I also say, "Nope." And I keep walking. This time I go, "Sure." Where's the turntables? And no bullshit. He said, "I'm sorry, sir. We don't sell furniture."
Yeah, so we've been kind of stroking each other about the last year, but we do want to say, you know, we can't do it alone and that we have grown in leaps and bounds. Uh, uh, more than doubled our listener. We're at 50 million now. Um, mm-hmm. and unverified. Unverified, but confirmed. And, you know, we... I, I made myself an award, by the way. Uh, you did. It's, it's, yeah, I hung it down here in the, the studio. Yeah. Yeah, because now we're, right now we are actually five times diamond as yeah, far as li- yeah. listens. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but yeah, but going into this, we just want to, uh, I think that you want to jump in to say some thank yous. But we, in all seriousness, we, our listenership has really exploded in the last 12 months. And uh, we're so happy. Thank you, to, thank, you, thank you to the listeners, you know. Yes, uh, that's uh, my, that's our point. Thank you for sharing and everything you've been doing. Oh. I'm so, we try to, to interact with you on social media as much as we can, but we really appreciate all the feedback. Uh, thank you for all the laughs you give me, too, on the Facebook group. I appreciate that. Right. And uh, we'll, we'll call out some people in, in particular as far as other podcasts, too, that have helped. But, but as far as this, we're just thrilled because we would do this even if the listenership was really low. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah, just, we did this just... when the listenership was really low. <laughs> For many years. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but that's my point is we have so much fun doing this that it's even, even more fun the fact that, that other people are enjoying it as much and spreading the word. So thank you. Yeah, it does. Uh, it does warm the cockles. It really does. And, uh, but yeah, you want to just kind of jump on as far as anybody specific. Basically, everybody that's part of. If you want to become part of the Cobras on Fire group, if you are new to the show, uh, just just try to just. Uh, how do you do that? You just basically click group, and it sends us a an approval, right? Yeah, yeah. We be. Have you ever not approved anybody? <laughs> uh, somebody. Yeah, okay. Uh, I have not. Uh, I, I, I uh, yeah, so no, yeah, it's easy to join. Like any group on Facebook, just send it. Um, we keep it private because the conversation gets blue, and maybe that, and it, we, you definitely will hear us say things we won't even say on the show. So think about that. Yeah, come uh, on in. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a great, it's a party. And so thank you to everybody that's there on a regular page. And do you want to kind of just rip off some, uh, Podcasts. I want to say uh, just to, before I go in there, I will personally thank Stephen Michael and uh, uh, Puni for having a good sense of humor about themselves because we have absolutely uh, been tearing into them in the last uh, uh, couple months. So, Growing Up yeah. Rock, check that podcast out. Definitely check out Growing Up Rock. I want to thank Stephen Michael for having uh, a serial killer's name. <laughs> uh, is that a serial? Is it really? Why? Because uh, he has well, two it, first names. It, well, it will be once they find the bodies in Stephen's. <laughs> okay, I didn't know you're just you're predicting. Soothsayer again. All right. Well, there's one big one, obviously, that we got to get to. Uh, it seems like we do this once a year, and they, but they deserve all the love we can give them that uh, we don't mention all the time. And that is Decibel Geek, Chris and Aaron. They uh, have been there for us from the beginning. As most listeners know, Luce and I have been writers for the Decibel Geek website. It seems like we're petering off a little bit. I'm, t- I'm going to try to get back and do a little more for that this year. I know i got a couple things planned for Kispus in July already. And uh, I'll, I'll just keep trying to plug away there. But Chris and Aaron have always been supportive, always had our back. Uh, they, they, they've done so much behind the scenes that, that we don't talk about that really has you know kind of kept the show afloat at times, especially early on. So, of course, thank you to them. Uh, Josh Toomey from the Talk To Me podcast has been uh, just a, a great advocate to have and a good resource to keep around and a great show. Check that out. 
Um, I love the Kiss Room. Uh, it's the one place where I go to just enjoy Kiss instead of uh, share my current feelings on the band. Uh, so it's nice. It's, it's once a month to kind of get away. You mentioned growing up rock, and we'd be nothing without the Dan Patrick Show, uh, Luce. Uh, <laughs> I, I assume you have some more you want to get into that I, I probably skipped over a couple intentionally so you could mention them. Well, I'm probably going to forget some of these. Just just off the top of my head, uh, Paws and Sods, and definitely there check we go. out their Kissmas uh, yeah. uh, 12 Days of Kissmas that you binged, I understand, as well. Craig and Eric are the smart version of Luce and Baco. Correct, yes. And Rock Strikes 10, of course. I know I'm, I'm forgetting Joey. some here. It's a podcast community. It's a pack of dogs. It's whatever you want it to be. And we're just glad to be part of it. And thank you. Tell your friends. If you're listening to this, come on. Somebody's into rock. Send them the link. Don't forget the Canadian Geeks chat metal while drinking beers and passing out. Oh, one other one uh, that I, I, I've become, uh, I've been listening to for years, but I've, I've become quite fond of uh, Ian Wadley, one of the hosts, and that is, and, and nothing wrong with Ralph, I just got to know Ian a little bit more. Um, uh, the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, those guys are about as snarky as it gets and a lot of fun to listen to. So thank you to all these people for the content they put out there for everybody. Thank you to all the listeners uh, more, most importantly, because without you, we are just talking to a wall. Uh, at least me, at least I am. I think you have your back turned to the door, right? <laughs> you would still enjoy listening to your own voice, though, so that's fine. Oh, yeah. What do you think I do when you when we're done here? I, I just leave my headphones on and keep talking. So let's just end this with, you know, did you receive my Christmas gift yet? I did. Actually, I received it on Christmas Eve. Ooh, nice. Good timing on my part. Yeah, no doubt. Love the post office getting there in two days for a last-minute gift. But, uh, yeah, man, so uh, what'd you think? What'd you get? You want to tell the listeners? Yeah, I suppose. I, am I, I think I should be happy, right? Um, I got a Ziploc bag that had three poker chips in it with uh, uh, some kind of Sharpie scribble on the outside that said uh, three coins and nine sides. <laughs> okay, good. I got a Covers and Fire poker chip. Apparently it's a prototype, uh, and it was, uh, I don't know, uh, taped to uh, a copy of Kiss Sonic Boom, uh, but you had scribbled out Sonic Boom and Kiss and put, like, Cobras and Fire, Rock's Not Dead on there, right? Well, yes, uh, I, I put a, a, cobra, a poker chip on each one of their faces. And I knew that – I looked at that and I said, somebody else is going to have this because I'm never going to listen to this thing again. So I knew how much you liked it, so I sent it to you. Yes, yeah, and anybody that shows up at a Rock and Pod, that will be part of our uh, grab bag this year. <laughs> Just keep passing it on. And then I think my favorite part of it is the new mascot down here in the studio, and that is the uh, still-in-the-package uh, Fonzie action figure that came with a very unauthentic comb. Hey! All right, people, before we get out of here, I want to mention something exciting, something that was a big hit last year, and we're bringing it back, an interactive experience, a way that you can participate with the show and also show your appreciation. And that is the... Very successful Bias a Beer campaign. You want to break down the details? Absolutely, Lewis. Uh, drink. And, uh, yeah, the, the basic premise of this is we usually have a few beers when we record this. Uh, if you'd like to contribute $5 to the show to help cover our show costs, you can pick the beer we drink that week. We will uh, take a picture of us in the studio recording with the beer. Uh, uh, Loose promises to do that this year. And uh, we'll, we'll basically, yeah, we'll have some fun with it. Pick a shitty beer, pick a great beer, whatever. If we can't find the beer you're looking for, we'll ask you to pick a second one. That's the only hang-up. But uh, for 
five bucks only, you can help contribute to the show and also have a little fun. We'll give you a shout out. We'll talk about the beer and we'll uh, post a picture of us drinking it while we record. So also there'll be a, a shop now button on our page. They'll take you right to it as well. Um, at the top of our Facebook page, we'll, we'll, cool. we'll kind of pin it to the top there to, to for for you to find it easily. But yeah, it helps our our hosting cost, and essentially we're we're paying for beer already. So right, yeah. Why not why not pick what we're going to go out and buy that day? So you want to get out of here officially now? Yeah, let's call it a day. Let's kick off 2019. Let's do it. Rock's not dead. It just wants you off its lawn.
Give me time to pee. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.